0: hey everybody welcome to the latest episode of the jeff Macalino podcast uh recording this a few days before release because when this comes out i'll hopefully uh be returned from a uh trip to costa rica so i'm pre-recording this in case i get stuck there Uh, you never know I, i i know you need a COVID test to get back into the united states um Oddly enough, that's only in effect until April 1st, and I return March 27th, so apparently I come back four days before COVID stops mattering. I don't know. It's a weird uh, delineation uh, in time, but, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of logic around a lot of things. Uh, So, anyways... (laughs) Uh, I hope you enjoy this very fun uh, podcast episode I did with Emmanuel and M.A., uh, and I still don't know if I said his name right. We start laughing immediately because before we started recording, I mispronounced his last name like seven times. I'm usually very good at pr- pronouncing names. This one just wasn't wasn't coming out, the 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 last name. Uh, and he joked, uh, right before we went on, uh, asking me how I pronounced my first name. Uh, and I, you know, just kind of thought for a second and said, Jeff, and he started laughing and he's like, yeah, that was a joke. Uh, so, um, also I, I told him, hold on a second. I need to go run and get a a hat because my hair is a disaster right now. And, uh, this is an audio only podcast so. You know, we we had our chuckles. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we talk, we have a good time. He's a very uh, positive and upbeat guy. Um, so I hope you enjoy our conversation. And folks, I am uh, very pleased to uh, introduce you to uh, my newest sponsor uh, for this episode. It's uh, Geology. So, an award-winning men's skincare company, and they formulate a customized skincare routine just for you, uh, using a handful of powerful, proven ingredients that have been trusted by dermatologists for decades. Uh, can deal with a lot of things. You can go to their website. It like a thirty to sixty second quiz to see what their team of dermatologists. Uh, need to design specifically for you, and they ship a regimen to you. Pretty simple. Uh, I'm glad I uh, got to uh, meet with them and uh, get their product, and you'll be hearing more about it from me uh, as I'm using it. Um, but very excited to get started. You know, I you got to protect your skin, your face is. Uh, you know, I'm 35 now right I I, I want to keep looking 35 until I'm you know maybe 45 50 60 uh, they got a lot of stuff too I don't I don't suffer from the big dark bags under my eyes uh, but a lot of people in my family do uh, and you can start with a 30-day trial uh, all you got to do is click the link in the show notes uh, and uh, that will automatically apply the promo code jmac 50 JMAc 50. Use that to get a discount and let them know that I sent you their way. Uh, And also, uh, I mentioned last week, uh, Pure Hemp Botanicals. They've been crafting pure CBD products since 2015. They've got a growing customer base that constantly alludes to the quality of their product and customer service. You can can get full-spectrum tinctures, broad-spectrum tinctures, vegan soft gels incredible body care lotions. Check them out. Also, use the link below in the show notes so they know I sent you. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. I am very happy to welcome Emmanuel Aname. Did I say that correctly?
1: (laughs) It's, I guess, let me... Uh, yeah, NMA is NMA uh,
0: NMA. Okay, more ideal. Let me get that right. Okay, <laughs> I am proud.
1: <laughs>
0: proud to welcome Emmanuel NMA to the Jeff Macalino podcast, <laughs> the Chief Macaroni podcast. <laughs> Emmanuel, how are you today?
1: <laughs> oh man, people are gonna be like, "Why are they laughing so much?" <laughs> we started off on a good note <laughs>
0: Started off on an inside joke
1: <laughs> i'm doing pretty good today i'm doing pre- i'm doing pretty good today and how are you doing today sir
0: i'm uh i'm doing i'm doing well uh other than having a bad hair day <laughs> that's uh that's something we'll get into um <laughs> it's, it's it's funny when you talk before a podcast to someone for uh, even a couple we were only talking for a few minutes and already it's like oh, we got all these inside jokes and it's like should we, how much do we share with the listener
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i guess we could uh, maybe we could start out with this question um what's your normal routine uh, when you wake up in in regards to doing your hair uh
0: Nothing. <laughs> That's well. So it it depends on the uh, on the day. Um, but lately, since I quit the eight to five gig, um, nothing is the correct answer. I'll I'll um, I'll throw on a hat if I want to go anywhere. Okay. That's, if I want to, I used to shower first thing in the morning. Uh uh-huh. Now I'm more like I'll shower before I do something but if i'm if i'm going grocery shopping or you know coaching my son's flag football team i'm just throwing on a ball cap i'll shower when i get home
1: okay and okay
0: I, I, I switch up the order i i check for bo don't get me
1: wrong. fair, fair <laughs> yeah. enough fair.
0: but as far as the hair this thing just you know and and for the audio listeners i'm i'm holding a hat this thing just slides right on and no one can tell <laughs>
1: you see ladies and gentlemen Jeff is comfortable in his own skin a very important thing very important thing but so you said you if you don't mind me asking you said you recently quit your uh eight to five
0: yeah well frankly it's been five months almost uh at this point
1: okay and is there Anything that you that you notice in regards to <clears throat> like how you feel your mental state of mind? Do, do you feel more joyful? Do you oh, feel yeah. more happiness? Okay,
0: it's it's interesting. There are, uh, and I'm someone who's who's struggled with depression, frankly, in in my life, uh, off and on. Uh, it, so uh, there's something weird. The volume's been turned up, if that makes sense. Where, uh, in a good in a good way for the most part. When I have my bouts of uh, doubt, uh, like oh, I you know I'm not making enough money. You know, how long can I sustain this? Uh, they i feel real low but i bounce back real fast and uh i get a lot of joy out of the the stuff i'm doing now which is all more creative and frankly one of the things with with that line of work is you you don't make money in the beginning you need to just but Mm -hmm. i wanted to carve out where it's like i want to put 60 to 90 hours a week into this as opposed to if I'm working 40 hours plus, you know, you got travel and all that stuff, you can't you can't fully dive into to that, you know, if you're giving your 40 hours plus to the man, so to speak. Okay. Um, uh-huh. so
1: and and also spending a lot of time getting your hair ready for uh, right. And, well, and, and that's a
0: <laughs> that's actually a legitimate point, is how much time you take to get dressed. To, you know, make sure you have work appropriate clothes clean and and all that stuff. I, I like, I don't wear shoes. I I live in Florida. We don't wear, we wear flip-flops. Okay. If I, if I have to put shoes on, I feel really restricted now because I haven't, (laughs) I've worn shoes probably a dozen times in the last six months.
1: Okay. Actually, it's probably
0: more than that because I was working from home because of COVID stuff for the last year and a half prior to that too. Um, Okay. So yeah, my, my toes get swollen if I put on shoes. They feel like they're they're in a cage.
1: <laughs> I I I see. Um wait, so what's the temperature like out there right now?
0: Right now, uh I think it's mid-70s. Oh
1: okay, very nice.
0: Yeah, we we know Florida weather. Yeah, we 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 had a cold spell. I don't know if it ever got lower than 40 something degrees uh for a couple hours. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Even
0: when it's fifty, we can wear flip flops, no problem.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the the feet have been acclimated uh, to, mm. to handle the cold. So, I,
0: I, I say um, I, I I think you know we I've grown I've lived in Florida my whole life, so when you go to the beach in the summer, the sand is about seven thousand degrees when you step on it. And, uh, you know, you don't want to wear shoes on the beach. It, it It's hard to walk when you're uh-huh. not barefoot. So I think all the nerve endings in my feet have just died. So it doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees, I'll wear flip-flops, <laughs> flip-flop shorts and a jacket. That's my...
1: <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <clears throat> so you, you said something um, earlier about uh, doubting, uh, experiences you have with doubt, now that you're um, doing creative work and and you no longer have the the eight to five. Would you say that you notice that your mind starts to get overwhelmed with with the thoughts of doubt and you start to worry far into the future? Is it
0: Um, sometimes I think that's probably what sends me kind of spiraling a little bit, but by the same token, then you, I I like to, I'm, I'm able to pull myself back quicker than I used to. And, and that's mainly because I, I've kind of come to realize that a lot of times you're focused on. What am I going to do when I retire kind of thing? Okay. And and then I bring myself back to the present. And I think if I'm doing what I do right now until the day I die, I don't care if I die at 60 or 90, I prefer 90 probably, but (laughs) I don't, I don't need to retire from what I do. I enjoy what I do. You know, it's, it's, it would be better if I, if I could find a way to make a lot of money out of doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I could choose whether I want to just take a month long vacation type thing. But it's like, you know, writing, uh, doing comedy, doing podcasting. It's like, I like this. I don't need to retire from this. I'll die. I'll do this till the day I die. Okay. And the thing that actually stresses me is thinking about, uh, going beyond that. So it's, yeah, it's thinking too far into the future and thinking traditionally, I guess, where, you know, it's, it's, uh, the traditional thought is you work until you're a certain age and then you retire and then you enjoy your retirement. Well, I don't need to enjoy a retirement. I can just enjoy my life so, until I die.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. And do you ever notice yourself, um, <clears throat> I guess experiencing uh, any anxiety as as doubt starts to uh, to mount, or if you're like like spiraling um, with thoughts and you're thinking, projecting way out into the future, thinking about, oh, how am I going to uh, manage with retirement? Do you notice any anxiety uh, ever?
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it it creeps in. It it creeps in. Um, I do think it's less honestly than when I had the eight to five though. Okay, right. So but back then, retirement actually mattered because I hated, you know, I dreaded every day.
1: <laughs> I, I see. So it was like, man, I gotta get to retirement because
0: right. That's my sanctuary. if i if uh-huh. I just if I just do this job I, I hate and wanna kill myself for doing for the next forty years, I can retire and be happy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I, I I understand what you mean. So it's a, um, it's like man, let me get there. I gotta get there because I gotta get out of this job.
0: Right. right. It's almost like the finish line, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So a part of the reason why I was asking you those questions is because, and I'll tie this back into uh, into hair. <laughs> so, so because that's something that happens to people a lot that thoughts start to overwhelm their mind uh to the point where they <clears throat> where where we start to spiral out of control some people spiral into depression some people spiral into hopelessness some people spiral into into anger or anxiety, <clears throat> and so, for example, as we were talking about uh, your hair earlier, when you said, "Hey, yeah, I cut it myself, and if I mess up a spot, oh well, I uh, it's messed up. I'm just gonna go about it, let it grow out, and 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 keep moving." And so. <clears throat> in the case of someone who does not have that or was not gifted to to have that uh, that social courage something that something like that um could cause them to spiral into into anxiety of of going out um uh, because they're like oh this person is going to uh, think something about uh my hair, that person's going to think something about my hair. And in some situations, say for instance, a person is walking past a group of people and they're like really, really laughing, laughing, laughing uh, hard. That person who has that overwhelming social anxiety, it'll grow because they'll think those people are laughing at them because of their hair or because of uh, the way they look. Uh, or, or something along those lines, and so that's <clears throat> that's part of my work is to help people escape um, that that spiraling um, out of out of control into anger, into anxiety, into doubt, into fear, into worry, into perfectionism, because that's also something. Uh, that will get people uh, as well. Uh, I'll even speak uh, about myself in regards to that. Man, I get like about my uh, about my schedule. It's <clears throat> I'm like trying to make sure like whenever I schedule a a, a, a podcast uh, interview or just schedule a meeting with someone. I'm like double, triple checking to make sure it's like, oh man, it's like, it's like, it's like I gotta make sure I don't mess up this appointment. And so, <clears throat> but what can happen is uh, someone could spiral out of control and, and become so overwhelmed with being a perfectionist. Uh, apply it to maybe somebody, a perfectionist who wanted to write a book about whatever. And so they're trying to write, write the book and they're, they keep going over it and over it and over it uh, again to make sure it's like, oh, that punctuation's off or that sentence, I can clean that up again. And maybe they have, had a, a deadline to get it finished by, like they set a goal for themselves, but <clears throat> if they don't get victory over that perfectionism, then, it could cause them to push past the deadline, or to the point where they give up. And so, and so that's that's part of my work is to help people uh, get victory over <clears throat> those things within our character that. I want to cause us to spiral out of control and uh, and cause us to to lose time
0: yeah it's interesting is is you can that's that was what was sticking out in my head because uh, frankly i've experienced some of it but uh you can spend so much time worrying about little things that it wastes so much of your time <laughs> uh that that you know uh, sweating the small stuff uh Mm. (laughs) so to speak takes more time than just doing the work (laughs) to, to an extent
1: and and yeah that's that is fully correct that a lot of people i would say most people on the planet have something that they end up sweating the small stuff over um or it's it's some sort of um thought that as it starts to build as the thought starts to build then it's 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 something that that pulls the person down and 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 causes them to not effectively move forward in life yeah and so uh I guess I'll say this: I'm very hopeful, though I'm very, very hopeful. As I continue to to, to talk to people uh, on podcasts or uh, preaching in the in the streets and 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 talking to people, and also uh, putting up uh, sermons and preaching on my uh, Instagram, <clears throat> putting out more and more information. Uh, like right now, I'm focused on. Unforgiveness and how that leads people into anger, and like, but not just anger, but overwhelming thoughts of anger to the point where it's like a person can't focus and and get things done in life and and take care of uh, take care of their God given mission.
0: And that's and you're saying it's because they can't they. Don't forgive people, is that?
1: Well, so I would say that, let me find the more ideal way to, uh, to put it. What happens often <clears throat> is that people don't understand that holding something against someone is going to automatically cause them to be stuck in unforgiveness. It's it's, it's part of the formula for unforgiveness. If you have something against someone and you don't forgive them, you're gonna be stuck in in unforgiveness uh, against that person that group of people. Um, and, and so, I mean, people could even have unforgiveness against somebody they don't know or someone that died many years ago. Like you don't even have to know a person and uh, to have unforgiveness against them. Like,
0: uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, uh, if you think about it, cancel culture kind of to that extent. You don't like... Um, Joe Rogan. Well, you know, you you don't know Joe Rogan. (laughs) I don't know Joe Rogan either, but you don't like him because something he said on his podcast or something a guest said on his podcast. (laughs) And it's like, why, why? But I think it's the spirit of things is the same as you don't know what's in his heart. You don't know what's in his spirit, but you're holding something against him, whether it's because you didn't like it or because people you agree with politically, didn't like what he said. Um, I, I feel like that's kind of a, the culture of this country, the cancel culture in general. Maybe I shouldn't say this country because we're not even in the same country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you might be a, a, an undercover preacher because <coughs> no, I'm. I guess I'll say the reason why, because that is the reason for cancel culture is because, well, someone has unforgiveness against, uh, against someone else. And so, <clears throat> well, the thing about unforgiveness, it can cause people to act in many different ways. It can cause a person to go into depression. It could cause a person to go into fits of rage. It can cause a person to go into insanity. And so um or seeking vengeance
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the this is one of the things that brings me some worries because if you don't stop the unforgiveness um what's the better word to use if you don't stop unforgiveness it's going to turn into action and then more action until somebody gets hurt
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's there's no there's no escaping it it's it's part of unforgiveness and part of the reason for that is is this is that God has a contract, and his contract basically goes like this. Emmanuel, if you have unforgiveness against Jeef. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I wouldn't trust that guy.
1: (laughs) So it's like, God says, Emmanuel, if you have unforgiveness (laughs) against Jeff, this is what's going to happen to you, Emmanuel. I am going to let the devil fill your head with all, thought, all sorts of thoughts of anger against Jeff. And, if, and as long as you keep holding on un, uh, to unforgiveness against Jeff, maybe uh, he made fun of your uh, ponytail, Emmanuel. <laughs> it's, just as long as you keep holding on to that unforgiveness, the thoughts are going to grow and grow and grow until the point where no human being can handle it. The amount of uh, thoughts of unforgiveness, no human being can handle it as it continues to grow and it always turns into action. It'll start out with speech or little slights here and there. And then it always progresses because what happens is God has let the devil overwhelm a person's mind because that person um, has unforgiveness. That's the contract, and so and so. This is why people, <clears throat> when they're trapped in unforgiveness, this is why they can go so far, and. And this is one of the reasons why Hitler went so far. People wonder, like, how did that happen? And it's like, yeah, a lot of, uh, he was overwhelmed by a lot of unforgiveness. Father abused him, rejection from the art school in Vienna. And then he was homeless for some time. And so that was, that time for uh, incubation for those thoughts to grow. And then for that vengeance, desires for vengeance to grow in his mind. And then Germany lost the first world war and, and he felt a lot of shame uh, be, be, because of that. And so his unforgiveness was easy to feed at that point. And, and so it's like, hey, um, easy to have unforgiveness against uh, France, in uh, other countries, and you can kind of see an act of vengeance uh, of of re- of revenge that Hitler play uh, that Hitler um, partook in. Whenever, so uh, it was as I recall, the Treaty of Versailles. Um, it was signed in a rail car. Um, after the First World War, and so what happened when when Germany defeated uh, the northern part of France in the Second World War, and he had them sign a, a I believe it was a, a, a treaty, and he brought that same rail car, and he went into that rail car, got them to sign it. He essentially, was like hey. We got shamed. Now it's your turn to get shamed. And he walked out of, of of the rail car. So essentially, um, essentially, vengeance. Mm-hmm. His he he felt that his vengeance was complete at that point. But that's the thing: once you're trapped in unforgiveness, once unforgiveness has you it's it's going to keep going it's going to keep going until you forgive yeah
0: it's interesting and it what's also scary about that and that example is very good um what's scary is and i think there's a lot of parallels uh even though this might not be a popular opinion but i think there's a lot of parallels to what that movement was uh, going on currently in, in many countries across the world. And uh, what's scary is how easily- Wait,
1: question, when you say that movement, what are you referring to, cancel culture or?
0: Uh, fascism. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Um, yep. And not to the extreme, uh, although I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is close to that in some places that doesn't get covered by the media. Um, but there's a, a movement to demonize, uh, groups of people, um, you know, this, when this podcast comes out, hopefully this reference is irrelevant, but what's going on in Canada right now is kind of scary where they're, the government is saying, if you politically disagree with us, we're going to seize your bank accounts. We're going <laughs> to, we're, we're going to take your, ma- you're evil. You're, you know, you're you're demonizing a class of people. What's scary to me is how many people, and this goes back to Hitler, how many people are willing to be like, you're a nutcase. Uh, they don't say you're a nutcase. They say, you're right. We're, we hate those people too. Uh, and I don't know if that's a, 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 it's interesting because, you know, Hitler had that unforgiveness. Um, and maybe that, passion was enough to just sweep a bunch of people along with him maybe he just got other people who had the same feelings inside of them and stirred them up and weaponized them
1: well so this is the thing about mental health disease it's infectious so i can if i'm speaking in unforgiveness um saying yeah <laughs> Jeff keeps making fun of my ponytail, and I'm talking to everybody around me, and I just keep going on and on about it. I can infect other people mm. with that with that bitterness, because well, let me not go into uh, into too much detail, but I'll say it simply. Um, well, I'll put it this way. What you put out is what you get back.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: and so when you think about that statement, it's like what you plant is what you is what you reap. It's so, so, but the same thing thinking along the lines of a thought. What you put out, that's what you're going to get back in that person, in that person, and that person, and that, that person. And so this is why it's like, hey, it's good to spread good things. Because if I put out joy, if I put out hope, if I put out humility or patience or a a long list of of other uh, good things that can be planted in people and that's what's gonna grow in them. But on the other hand, if it's constantly Putting out fear, pumping out fear, pumping out uh, unforgiveness. That's gonna grow inside of other people. And then they'll be sucked into that downward, downward spiral. And and the and the same thing with the person that's putting it out. It's like you're you're feeding other people and you're feeding yourself. You're feeding other people and you're feeding yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the danger of a, a, a echo chamber, basically, where if, if you surround yourself with other people, you're just going to dig yourself deeper into your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is interesting, and maybe this is a pessimistic view, um, it's much easier, it seems, to get people to buy in or to take action when you give them the fear or the hatred, uh, as opposed to the positivity. Um and I, I mean that as in, you will, it's, it's, if you want to go out and, and uh, pump up a, a person or a charity or whatever, a good cause,
1: mm-hmm. it's a lot
0: harder to get people to drive behind that than if you try to say, this person or these people are evil. They're coming for you. Um, you know, we need to act against them. We need to boycott mm-hmm. this, that, the other. Uh, it seems like the negative side of that it's much easier to get people to take action as opposed to the positive side of that and again maybe that's a pessimistic view on my part but um it it seems like it's easier to to get people to take negative actions towards somebody or something as opposed to positive action
1: and i would say yes that's that's the case. It is, and part of the reason is because it takes a lot of work to to not get sucked into the bad. It it, it takes a lot of uh, a, a lot of work, but at the same time, it's easy. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of work and so it's 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 kind of this this interesting uh conundrum it's like it's hard work to to maintain a good character but it's also easy because for example um if i'm angry at uh, somebody because they're making fun of my hair Maybe I was angry at them for like years. Maybe. And in one day, I could just forgive. And, but, but the important thing that I guess I'll add to that is this is one of the reasons why people uh, should strive and start early as possible to strive to, to be infected with good things and to sp- spread good things in a sense, being a, a good echo chamber. And part of the reason is, is this is because then that starts to spread through a person's being. And But on the other hand, if you're in a, in a negative, Uh, Echo chamber, like say, for instance, um, I I had fear when I was younger about uh, talking to to strangers, and now I'm thirty. That fear of talking to strangers could have spread into all sorts of other different places. Fear to uh, to to do this, fear to be a guest on on a podcast or to to speak in public and and, and that can just spread into all uh, all sorts of other areas. In a sense, these things can turn into cancers. And so this is why it's like strive, strive to to continue to do good things. So this way you're you're overwhelmed with good. And that has spread. All throughout your life, uh, into the car you bought, the the hat that you wear. I mean, like to where it spreads into, well, the time you get up in the morning, uh, how much time you're going to spend on your hair, and and uh, and and so this is <laughs> this is part of uh, this is part of my work is to is to help people to see like, hey, look, it's It's important to surround yourself with good. Although everybody around you might be um, overwhelmed by, by negativity, it's important to, to steal, put out good things and because what you put out is what you get back. And so like one of the things that I <laughs> one of the things that I do is I sing in the main square here in uh in, in, in Zagreb, Croatia. And sometimes I'm singing you to the point where you could hear me about maybe a football field away from from where I'm standing at. Uh, one of my one of my go-tos is the wheels on the bus go round and round. (laughs) And so, but I do this about every other Sunday. Um, And, but part part of the reason is to help put joy out into the atmosphere, to help put joy out into the atmosphere. And it's, get get uh, people laughing and uh, get people in a sense, kind of pumped up. And, and, and I've had a couple of conversations with people after uh, the singing or people have, come, have uh, come up to me and I wish them a good Monday. I wish them a good week um, to hope and, and, and to spread joy and encouragement is uh, as, as as well because i know that if i'm not continuously being a light then well uh what's the best way to say it if i'm not continuously being a light then i know that this could cause other people to spiral into darkness. And so sometimes just a small conversation with a stranger can help them uh, out of of a depressed mindset or out of a worried uh, mindset. Just a small conversation or a smile or hello. And, and, And so that's, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Yeah, that's one of those things that uh, that that I uh, that I do. That's part of my work, and and I'm. This is part of the reason why I am optimistic is because I know it's like, hey, let me just keep throwing those seeds out there. Let me keep throwing those seeds out there, and and as they as they're planted into other people, uh, then. I'm looking forward to that harvest of 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 joy, and and happiness and peace. I'm not saying that the that the that the world is going to be free of difficulties and difficult times. I'm not saying that, but it's more so the mindset that I am trying to. Inf- Affect people with you, that you can have joy during the difficult times. And you should have joy during the difficult times because that's when people are at greater risk for spiraling. Because those difficult times, it's that's when people are most susceptible.
0: And maybe uh, it's interesting, I'm thinking when you're talking, I'm thinking the the COVID times uh, and how limited social interaction was, you know, you, you wouldn't, I'm in Florida, so we kind of didn't do much of the whole, I mean, we... there was a lot of masks for a long time, but obviously you're wearing masks, you're not talking to strangers, you can't even see each other's faces. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wonder if that's, again, I'm, I'm relatively young, so it's not like I've been around to experience the the world's turmoil, you know, through history, but it seems like the anger and the the darkness is at an all-time high (laughs) to, to me. And I can't help but think, well, yeah, of course it is. You, what you just said, you can't have. I mean, only just now can you interact with strangers. Um, we, we went almost two years without being able to, to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You can't even, it's a simple thing like in the grocery store. I noticed a big difference of uh, when, when I was wearing a mask, i walk by people. If you make eye contact, you smile at them. And when you're wearing a mask, you just make eye contact and and you almost, I kind of, I think I usually look angry when I'm, you know, when I'm just my eyes Uh uh
1: Uh,
0: and it's like, that's just a a very, it, it, grocery shopping to me was such a peaceful thing prior to COVID and it's, it's that way now um, as well, I would say, but during COVID um, you go grocery shopping, it was, there was tension in the air because everyone you you looked at was, you know, you could only see their eyes and mm-hmm. you didn't know what they were thinking. You didn't know if they were afraid of you. Um, you know, some people had a, a, a fear of strangers, even thinking that everyone they get near is going to give them a disease. That's going to give them a sniffles, uh, or if they're old, maybe kill them. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so it, it's a weird, um, it's, I, it's almost set up, you know, the way that society's been, it's almost set up to breed that darkness that doesn't get the positive reinforcement because unless you, you know, live with a big family that can do it, you know, for you or mm-hmm. with you, I should say, uh-huh. Uh you know, we've kind of been in a, in a dark hole as a society,
1: I I would say that yeah what you said is uh, additional confirmation in regards to to our to our topic which I had no idea we would get here uh, <laughs> this is why I love having conversations because they just kind of take this nice little dance yeah um, <laughs> uh but but yeah so i understand and that that spiraling that echo chamber uh type of uh behavior i i understand and so this is why for me it's like okay well let's Put out the good, put out the good, put out the good. Obviously hear people out on their on their frustrations and their issues. Um, but at the, at the end of, end of the day to continue to, to strive to put out the good, to put out the good. So this way, it's like, hey, everybody might not subscribe to it, but it'll help out at least one person to get them out of, uh, out of depression or despair. Um, And speaking of COVID, uh, that is, there's a question that, that I ask. Can you be happy during a coronavirus lockdown without your cell phone? And, Part of the part of the reason why I asked that that question is because that's a place where I want to get people to get people to that point where it's like, hey, you know what I could be happy during a coronavirus lockdown without my cell phone like I could still have joy and I could still be alone or be in a family setting because that can create tension as well, um, and I could, I could live out during lockdown without a phone and still have joy, and still come out after the lockdown and and still have hope, uh, positivity, patience, courage, uh, still be willing to to meet and talk to to, to strangers as well. So that's, I'm that's one of the things that i'm looking forward to getting a lot of people to to that point and there are higher points in regards to to improving one's character but as as people start to improve their characters and start to get that that mindset the that resilient, that joyful mindset, that persistent mindset, that mindset, like you said, in regards to your uh, creative projects, like, hey, I enjoyed this so much, I could keep working in, in, uh, in this until the day I have to go. And so to get people also in, in that mindset, it's like, hey, I'm going to have the persistence and the tenacity to keep working on my God-given mission, day in, day out. I might get a different mission at age 60 or a different mission at age 70, but it's like, hey, I've built up that persistence and also that joy uh, to work uh, that, that, that happiness to 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 keep going and 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 to keep striving to help out other people to spread, uh, as you you said you do comedy right, yes, yeah and so I mean to to help bring uh, people uh, people laughter, bring strangers uh, laughter, uh, <laughs> like the like the German gentleman did to me when I was in Stuttgart, <laughs> he walked into the restaurant. I'm rubbing my hair. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, making a joke is as if like, hey, you know, it's 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 a good thing to to be able to connect with other people and to be able to have humor uh, between uh, between other people, um, because that is that is one of those antidotes to getting trapped. In a negative echo chamber.
0: It's uh, uh and I, I I have to bring it up because I I I kind of uh realized our our pre our pre podcast discussion how how ridiculous it is that I uh so for the listener we we came on and I said oh you know what I give me a minute I have to go get a hat. Here's the fun thing, Emmanuel. Is this is an audio-only podcast?
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, will, I, will, I will probably take a screenshot of of us to put on my uh, my social media, page, but but the ridiculousness of me needing to go get a hat. To-
1: <laughs> oh, man, you're you're in, you're in hat program mode. You're like, I'm on the camera. I got to put on a hat. hat program mode. Well, <laughs> what,
0: what I'm going to do now, because I know I have podcasts later is I'm taking this off and putting this right here so that I when I come to podcasts later, the hat's already here. So I don't.
1: <laughs> cool. 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 Yeah. Well, well those sir. Are video
0: podcasts. At least I have an excuse for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, oh, and maybe this is a good point to close on. You said you had an untold story about your hair.
0: Uh, yeah, so I, I wonder if, um, I mean, the, you mentioned, you know, I, I mess up my hair and I look ridiculous. I'm fine, I'll, I'll go out, you know, and, and, you know, it's my bad. But I wonder if uh, a lot of that is just an underlying. So when I was in third grade, let's go to the Wayback Machine, uh, we had something called Famous People Day, and you had to uh, dress like a famous person and write a story about their life, give a speech. It was an interesting project, especially in third grade, uh, and I, I chose Frank Gifford, which is in hindsight, a a quite strange pick, but he was a football player. I loved football and then he became a broadcaster and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a, a, an announcer of, uh, for football games. And, uh, so that, that was the guy I chose. And prior to that day, my mom had tried to get my hair like slicked back, like his look Mm -hmm. and, uh, the next day I went to school and I never looked in a mirror or anything like that. I was in third grade and mm-hmm. she had slicked my hair back the day before. And uh, after I'd taken my, my bath or shower, or whatever it was, I think I was showering by then, regardless. Uh, So she slicked it back. I slept on it. I went to school and instead of being slicked back, it was like all over the place. It was (laughs) not not Uh combed up. And people made fun of me relentlessly for how ridiculous my hair looked. And uh, I did not like it. (laughs) I did not like the attention that it brought Uh uh to me. And uh, it was uh it was a it was a rough it was a uh, it still sticks with me today 35 years old I remember that day at school and everyone teachers made fun of me even like it uh-huh. was relentless all day and uh I don't know maybe something just at a certain point just went into the I don't care mode uh-huh, because uh-huh. I mean recently I went months having a, a Kenny Powers styled mullet you know, long hair and, and bushy and everything. And I, okay. I was Kenny powers for Halloween and people looked at me funny all the time. And I just smiled and rocked, you know, just you, whatever.
1: <laughs> rocked it.
0: Yeah. So, um, I don't know if maybe something, may, maybe it all goes back to that day in third grade where it, it, it was rough, but at a certain point, maybe I was just like, I don't care. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh-huh. If I'm, if I'm confident in my, you know, in my uh-huh. hair ridiculousness, people are just going to, you know, what are they going to say? If I'm yeah. if I'm uncomfortable with it, then it will show, and people love to jump on the injured animal.
1: And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I there's a good point to tie tie in cancel culture. Um, one thing that I'll say is, please, please guys, forgive, forgive because I don't want you to spiral into darkness. I don't want you to spiral into anger. Please forgive. Find a way to to have conversations with people that you oppose because or, or that have different um, views, or I should say potentially different views, because sometimes when you talk, you start to find out, oh, well, we're not so uh, dissimilar. And so this is, I I beg people, please, Uh, because I don't want you to to end up going into an anger spiral where you do something hurtful to like like seriously physically hurtful to someone else yeah
0: so yeah, no it's it's scary the level of intolerance that exists for opposing viewpoints um and, and it's uh, i i'm someone who you know my so my best friends we will get into match things that other an outsider would look at us and think we hate each other, like we will get okay. into intense, loud arguments about things, whether it be political or ethical, moral stuff, we will dive into it. And uh, I, I think I've said before, if I haven't shouted at you and, and gotten into an argument, we're not friends. <laughs> okay because if we have not gotten to an intense conversation that makes both of us raise our voices and and disagree with each other okay uh, we're we're not i'm too I, I must be not your friend because if i just zip my mouth and say whatever yeah i'm not going to argue with this or that uh i probably don't like you that more i i don't trust you maybe <laughs> um because i don't want i don't want to make enemies um, to me, friends, loved ones, you should be able to, and I, I guess that's help my- help
1: each other out. Like I mean, like I mean, sometimes it's like, hey, maybe uh, you see your friend going down uh, a path that is not necessarily ideal for them. You see, and and uh, or they might be doing something. Or even thinking a certain way, um, and and so that is part of that is part of friendship is to is is to help your friends towards the good. Yeah, that's in, and that's a dance, uh, and whew, uh, that's the, that's a dance in and of itself, and that. I could I could probably write a uh, write a book on on ways to approach uh, how to how to help out uh, a friend or a loved one uh, to help them step a little bit uh, closer to the good. And uh, yeah, so with that said jeef <laughs> yes. where
0: uh tell my listeners where can people find you on uh and I'll link everything in the show notes but uh I know your Instagram is that the best place for people to find you? Uh,
1: correct or they can uh fly to Zagroup um and <laughs> come to the square. Listen for the guy singing in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come to the square on Sunday and <laughs> listen for the Baby Sharka doo doo do-da-do, <laughs> baby. Oh <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> right, right, it was a well, pleasure. It was a pleasure, sir. It was it, it was a good chat.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: That was it. That was the episode. Thank you again, Emmanuel, for joining me all the way from Croatia. Uh, Very fun, upbeat guy. I love talking to people like that. Um, Just a a positive attitude and outlook. uh, And interesting uh, term he has, an unforgiveness that he uh, talked about so much. So thanks again, for Emmanuel, for joining me. I'd be remiss. I I probably should have mentioned this a couple episodes ago. I had the honor of... uh, Getting out to Side Splitters, uh, oof, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe th- closer to three when this comes out, to see uh, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, current comedian, Mark Norman, headlining at Side Splitters. Uh, and uh, ran into his feature, Sean Murphy, former guest of the podcast, episode 60, I believe. Uh, but uh, got to hang out with him for a little bit after the show. Sean Murphy was hilarious. Uh, he's got some, he, his set had some of the stuff he had in his special, Neil, which is great. If you haven't checked it out for free on YouTube, please go do so. Uh, and he had new material that was killer. I cannot wait until his next special uh, because, you know, I wasn't timing him, but he has to be 10 to 15, maybe even 20 minutes of material into that already. It is gold. And Mark Normand, of course, just crushed it. Got a standing ovation. Uh, great night. You know, if you're lucky enough to live by a comedy club, try to get out there and check it out. It was just an awesome night. I feel like I should do a whole review of uh, of my life. <laughs> because the, the month of March, you know, assuming all goes well in Costa Rica, uh, just a, a blowout of crazy, awesome stuff, you know, from... Uh, ranging from everything from, you know, getting to see my daughter in a musical, uh, middle school production of susicle uh, to seeing Mark Norman, to whatever happens in Costa Rica, to boating, to just, you know, hanging out with my kids, uh, had a little bit of everything this month. So just a, you know, lovely month and uh upbeat note. To end uh, an episode with a, you know, a guy who has a very positive outlook on life. Uh, but you will not see me out uh, singing in the streets because, uh, well, I don't think anyone, that, that wouldn't make anyone's day better. I don't think. Uh, all right. Uh, do me a favor. Take care of your skin and go check out uh, the link for geology. You know, click the link below to apply uh, my discount code. And that will help me out as well. Uh, follow me on the socials. You all should know those by now. They're also in the show notes. The Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram. Uh, rate me on IMDb. It's uh, I've been hovering around the 100th ranked comedy podcast on IMDb for weeks now. Uh, so the more ratings I get, the more helpful. All you da- got to do is click the link and then click... Ideally, you rate me ten stars. Uh, if you don't have an account, all you have to do is like click sign in with Google or Apple, whatever browser you're using. It's really super, super easy and takes fifteen seconds. So do me do me that favor, please. Help me catch up to uh, Joe Rogan uh, and uh, whoever else is ahead of me. I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to advertise their podcasts. <laughs> um, That will about do it. Oh, and if you need help learning how to rate me on IMDb, go to my YouTube page, subscribe, and uh, there's a video I made a month or so ago that walks you through on... I hold my phone up to the camera, and I go and I rate the uh, thing. So do it if you would be so kind. Uh, And if you've listened this long, you you should be willing to do it. And I appreciate all of you. Um, I get... And just to... uh, Break the, well, I don't know, break the fourth wall. But I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday afternoon. uh, And uh, I get my ratings, my weekly ratings from Anchor. The cutoff is Wednesday at, uh, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock. I think it's basically whenever my first episode released. So that kind of made the point of uh, when they give me my week numbers. Um, I have crushed my previous week's uh, ratings uh, this week. So I am very appreciative of your support and your listens and your shares, your likes, subscribes, uh, and everything else. So thank you very much. Uh, As long as I don't get stuck in Costa Rica, I will be back. I've got uh, some cool uh, episodes already recorded uh, with a musician, uh, an actor, uh, who, who was in Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, and uh, when I get back from Costa Rica, I will be uh, talking with an astrophysicist, so just to give you a look at uh, what you can look forward to in the upcoming weeks, there you have it. All right, everyone, peace.